Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of the WatchRolling.com podcast, a veteran-owned podcast that focuses on watch collecting with the goal of helping veterans. My name is Jason, and I'm your host. If you're new to the pod, welcome, and if you're returning, welcome back. Last week, we discussed two upcoming VA outreach events, the Vet to CEO program and the Vet XL Q&A chat. I also discussed the first topic in our 10-part series of things that a new watch enthusiast should consider before buying their first timepiece. And that category was called the catalyst, basically, you know, what got you interested in uh, becoming a watch enthusiast in the first place. It's pretty fun. And I think you'll like section two as well. And I'll make sure I try to tie them all together so everyone kind of gets the gist of it. Also, I'd like to invite you to come tune into our weekly live streams with Sam from the Casual Watch Reviews YouTube channel. We do them every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the Sundays are more of a social event. The two, I mean, they're all pretty social, but the Tuesdays tend to have a little bit more of a format. Sometimes we interview people. Sundays tend to be more laid back, and we just kind of talk about just stuff I think watch enthusiasts would normally talk about. And we have a pretty good panel usually, so I invite you to listen. And we have a great audience, a nice audience, pretty cool, laid back, nothing crazy going on, uh, and it's fun. So feel free to check it out. I'll include the link to the Casual Watch Talk live stream down below. And this week, I'd like to give a special shout out. I'm going to start doing this every once in a while to people I interact with uh, within the watch enthusiast space. And today's shout out goes out to WatchOut247 on Instagram or CJ from Sydney. And the only reason I'm saying that is because it's in their bio. But uh, CJ, we shoot the stuff once in a while. Great pictures, uh, awesome watches, timepieces in his collection. And just a lot of fun stuff and is always super positive, has listened to the podcast for day one, uh, from day one, and has given me positive feedback and constructive criticism. And I appreciate the fact that they tune in, especially all the way from Australia. And it's kind of cool when you have these interactions, because when I see the stats on Spotify or on Anchor FM, and I see that there's some statistics from Australia, it's kind of cool because I know that CJ is one of those stats. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Mushi Watch Straps. Mushi Watch Straps is a veteran-owned business that provides well-built and fairly priced NATO straps, two-piece straps, leather, and canvas straps, as well as watch tools, accessories, and storage. I have a bunch of Mushi stuff. They're great. Small business-owned. Uh, I invite you to go check them out. Feel free to use the code VET10, Victor Echo Tango 10 at checkout, or WR10, Whiskey Romeo 10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. I'll include a link to Mushi Watch Straps in the show notes. They can be found at www.mushiwatchstraps.com. So this week we're going to discuss some more of the military outreach, the VA outreach and events. And I'm going to focus on a couple of them in particular. There's some ones for job hiring, which I really like to, to focus on for people, and one for small business administration. So that'd be kind of cool. And we're going to cover those. And then I'm going to cover the second topic in our 10-part series on things a new watch enthusiast should consider before buying their timepiece, their first timepiece, and that's content. And this one's going to be a little bit of a deep dive. So I just ask that you bear with me in this one because I think it's pretty interesting and I try to come at it from an original angle to, to keep everybody interested. But let's cover the stuff I want to talk about in veteran news first. So 
the outreach and events. I'm going to link this again. It's the VA outreach and events. There's a whole bunch in the month of September. I'll run down some of them for you. There's some coming up next week. There's Wellbeing You, which is prevented by the American Red Cross. That one's Wednesday, September 7th from 12 p.m. to 12.15 p.m. Central Time. I think that's interesting because it's 15 minutes. But, I mean, maybe that's a typo. And it's just about uh, helping out military and veteran caregivers. And for those of you who don't know, you can look it up on the VA. I'll include a link about what the caregiver program is. Long story short, people that live in the home can be a caregiver for a veteran if they need it for very specific things. Then there's going to be an online caregiver chat. That's going to be the same day. That'll be from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time. These are both online events. There's a military hire virtual job fair and networking event presented by Military Hire. That's September 8th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So this one's an online event, too. And I went to the website, but I didn't see a whole lot of information as far as like which companies were there. They have a bunch of partner companies, but that doesn't mean they're all going to be there. I've learned that over time. So I'll just include this link as well. I, I wish I could tell you more about it, but when I went to the website, there wasn't a whole lot there. But the one I really want to focus on is the SBA Hour with Veterans, and that's presented by the U.S. Small Business Administration. And this one is Thursday, September 8th from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is also an online event, and you can go on and register. It's free, and you get a free online ticket. And it is an, it's an hour where you get to listen to the Small Business Administration for the United States. It's gonna they're going to present an informative brief that gives you an overview of all the SBA programs and services that are available to veterans. And this is going to be ran by the Baltimore District Office of the SBA. But the cool part is it's not Baltimore specific. It's just the Baltimore office giving this. I found some other cool YouTube channels I'm going to talk about in the future where it's a specific office from a specific region, but the stuff that they discuss affects all veterans in the United States, regardless of region you live in. So this event uh, is going to be presented. Like I said, it's an informative brief, and it'll give you some overview of the programs and services. And they put some cool information on the registration page. It says, do you know that veterans own roughly 9% of all small businesses in the United States, and they employ more than 5 million Americans? And they go on to discuss about how important of a journey, or sorry, how important of a role entrepreneurs play in the U.S. economy. And they're going to discuss resources and programs that the SBA offers to active duty, reservists, National Guard, military spouses, and veterans of all areas and towards a path of entrepreneurship. Now, the cool part about that little paragraph is, is you don't have to wait to be a veteran. You can do it when you're on active duty. So if there's anyone that listens to the podcast that's on active duty, this program is for you too. If you're a reservist, it's there for you too, National Guard. If you're a spouse, I'm pretty sure you would have to show some kind of proof like your spousal ID or whatever, but there's benefits in the Small Business Administration uh, program for you too. And I think this is important because I touched on it last time that I think a lot of us veterans kind of get tired of being told what to do, or maybe you get to a level to where you feel like, you know, you don't need anyone really telling you what to do anymore and you want a little more freedom or you're just super capable. Right. And that could be at any pay grade. I don't, I don't think you have to be super senior. I mean, I know plenty of people that did one tour or two tours and super capable and got out and started their own businesses. So I'm always going to promote this kind of stuff and make sure it gets out there for, for the people in my audience that, you know, if you read the paragraph, it applies to basically everybody. If you, you can tell a, a relative, if you know, that's a veteran, you can help them out. If you're a spouse, you can do it. 
all this stuff. So that is the SBA Hour with Veterans by the Baltimore District Office that will be September 8th from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's online event. I will link this specific Eventbrite link where you can go register for the program, and I'll also put the link for all the outreach events as well. Uh, I highly, highly encourage anyone to check it out that's interested in going into business for themselves, which always sounded pretty cool to me. All right, so in watch-related news topic number two, the topic I call content. Now, I just ask that you bear with me because I really wanted to come at this from an, an original angle, and I use my background as an instructor, and I, and I leaned on my wife a little bit, who's a teacher, to, to kind of help me frame the context of, of understanding what I think to be the next logical step in your watch enthusiast journey. Like you, you have your step one, which is your catalyst, what got you started. And I think for most of us now, step number two is immediately to go find content. I mean, I, I'm sure that could be a generational thing or maybe just a personal taste thing where you don't really want to go necessarily see a video right away. But I think it's logically the first step. So, I mean, I've done, I'm not too proud to admit it. I had, a, I had an old car back in the day. I used YouTube to learn how to change some parts on it. Uh, I've, I've learned, I've used YouTube to watch reviews for certain things. I mean, uh, I just use YouTube if I can. I mean, I read and, and, and stuff like that as well, but uh, YouTube is just handy and it's, it's always right there. But I want to discuss content and as it is often the next step in the age of readily available material, I just want to discuss learning styles first. And I know that's a term that's not entirely popular with everybody, but I'm going to say it because I think it's the most well-known term. Discuss learning styles and then how you would use the understanding of your personal learning style or styles to go about watching content. And why are these important to know about yourself early in your watch enthusiast journey? Well, if I'm being honest, I think it's important to know it about yourself anyways. I mean, anyone that wants to learn about anything, if you're... If you're not a voracious reader, you're not super interested in reading. Uh, if it's something that, you know, it, it, it turns you off to learning about something, then, you know, uh, something like video might be right up your alley, you know, or, or in-person classes or working with a mentor or a person who's more established that can teach you. There's all different kinds of ways. So we're going to discuss the different ways. I'm going to use a specific theory from a specific person to touch on it just so I don't go all over the place because, like I said, Anchor FM gives you 30 minutes. And if I was to talk on this off the top of my head, it would probably be hours and I don't want to waste everybody's time. So what I'm going to do is discuss these different theories of multiple intelligences and then how they might help you engage with content that aligns with how you learn. And the first content I'm going to talk about originally, initially is video, is stuff from YouTube or video. And I, I primarily focus on YouTube. I know there's other streaming services out there, but if I'm being honest, I don't use them. This is the one I use. So I'm going to lay some stuff out there. I'm going to discuss the different topics of the theory of multiple intelligences and then kind of pick what I think certain content creators use or do and how it can align with your learning style. So the first one of the nine categories is verbal linguistic intelligence. So this is According to Howard Gardner, well-developed verbal skills and sensitivity to the sounds, meanings, and rhythm of words, right? So what this means is, is that you're a talker and you're a listener and, you know, you pick up on sounds. Maybe you understand what different sounds are. 
And this is something as a veteran, I think that we're totally akin to. I can tell you from the Navy, I don't know how that is in other services, but I'll tell you one thing in the Navy as an engineer, if you lose power in the middle of the night when everybody's asleep, it wakes you up because you're used to a steady hum of like, you know, electricity and fans and, you know, just the engines running or whatever, the ship moving through the water. So when all that stops, it wakes you up because you're not used to just perfect quiet at night. Uh, meanings and rhythm of words. So, you know, you understand what a word means and you understand the rhythm. Like you can pick up on someone when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're being energetic, when they're being enthusiastic about something. So some of the people, and I went through a, this is a, this is, this is a little bit of a list, but I, I think they each do it in their own little way. And I'll explain how I think so. So the first, the first YouTube or content creator, and it's probably one of the oldest ones is TGV from the urban gentry. I mean, the guy's well-spoken. He, he uses music. Um, he, he uses different sounds from the watch enthusiast space. He understands the different meanings. And I, I think more, little, maybe a little bit more from an esoteric point of view than so much the nut and bolts kind of thing. And he has a good flow, his rhythm of words, the way he puts out his information. He has a very distinct style. And I think if you like someone that's... Uh, and, and pretty much everyone I'm going to discuss here is pretty well spoken. But if you like someone that's very deliberate in their tone, uh, likes to tie stuff together, use sounds, gives you music. Uh, well, I'll get on that in a second. But all that stuff, TGV is the way to go. That's followed up closely by Miguel from SoCal Watch Reviews. Now, I'm talking specifically about not the podcast. And I, and I didn't cover too many podcasts in this one. I'll tell you why at the end. This is more like content stuff. So Miguel from SoCal Watch Reviews, his videos, I mean, just like TGVs, the videography is great. The photography is great. Miguel is getting much better at telling stories. Uh, TGV is a storyteller. You know, he, whether he's telling the story of the watches, Miguel does the same thing. And he's been, and you, in the last year, I've been able to see his growth as a storyteller. And and he just weaves this stuff. And he has, you know, well-spoken guy. Gets to the point. Uh, he gives you you know, like I said, sounds of the timepieces and stuff like that. He understands the meanings behind stuff. And he has a very distinct, Miguel has a very distinct cadence too. And I like it. It, I think it doesn't really matter the cadence as long as the cadence is inviting and welcoming. And almost everyone I'm going to talk about in this list for the verbal linguistic intelligence, I think follows suit in that area. And Miguel's right up there with him. If you want to see nice, highly produced, well shot, well thought out uh, watch uh, watch enthusiast content and, and SoCal watch reviews and Miguel's channel is the way to go. The third one is another gentleman I think everyone knows, Adrian Barker from Bark and Jack. I mean, all the stuff applies. Speaks well, uh, uses the sounds, understands the meanings of things, and his his cadence is very much inviting and conversational as well. And I think it's another thing to tie in. I think it's almost like none of these guys I'm going to talk about like talk to you. It's almost like they talk with you. And, and I think it's something that might be just a natural gift because, you know, you not, I'm not going to say the intelligence are a gift, but it is what we're given. And Adrian Bark is right up there. And there's some more stuff I could talk about with them, but we're talking specifically about the verbal linguistic part of it. You have Teddy Baldassar. I know a lot of people are like, oh, but Teddy's a store. And I'll touch that at the very end. But Teddy's got a cadence. He's got a style. He, he you know, he uses sounds. He, is well-spoken, like he gets his point across and you, there's very much a rhythm 
to Teddy's videos. And you can learn a lot, but we're talking we're here to talk about the verbal stuff. So the next one would be uh Fed Federico from Federico Talks Watches. All of that in a very concise manner. Federico, all that stuff, you know, well spoken, rhythm, meanings of words, well developed verbal skills, and he keeps it short and sweet and to the point and very conversational as well. Of all the guys, I feel like Federico would be like the one buddy you had who would like super maybe gruffly tell you like it is, but I could appreciate that. Um, and then the last one is Watchfinder and co. And the gentleman's name is Andrew. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him yet. I know that Miguel's going to interview him pretty soon. I heard that. I saw that on Instagram. Andrew from Watchfinder co. All that stuff. Well-spoken tells you all the meanings, tells you a lot of the meanings, like super technically and very much a deliberate rhythm to their videos and or his videos. And they're awesome. And lastly, there's a casual watch reviews. Now, this is a podcast, and the reason why I bring this one up is because Sam and Chris do a very good job of kind of just discussing uh, timepieces and the watch collecting journey in totality. So, you know, they, they both understand technical parts of the watches. They both understand, like, the story parts of the watches and the more esoteric stuff, and they're able to weave this stuff. It They're both well-spoken. They both understand the meaning of words and they can get it across to you and their rhythm is very good. Their interpersonal rhythm is very good. And that's something that's kind of pleasant to listen to in a podcast. So that's Sam and Chris from the casual watch reviews. And then to wrap that up, TGV, Miguel from SoCal watch reviews, Adrian Barker from Bark and Jack, Sam and Chris from casual watch reviews, Teddy Baldassar, Fed from Federico talk watches and Andrew from Watchfinder and co. So the next one is logical mathematical intelligence. This is the ability to think conceptually and abstractly and capacity to discern logical and numerical patterns. So I'm going to try to wrap this one up quick because I don't want to take too much long on these because we have nine of them. But some some content that comes to mind, Long Island Watch and Learn, Mark Frankel from Long Island Watch, his channel that teaches you about watches. I mean, there's conceptual and abstract theory in this stuff, and there's logical numerical patterns. I mean... He's teaching you about timepieces and horology. How could it not be? Tim Masso, I feel, is the same way because it's straight up by the book. When he does a review, boom, 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 boom. I added Federico Talks Watches in here because Fed gives you a lot of that, but in very short, concise nuggets. So if there's something, I think he's gotten to the point to where standard complications, not too much, but if there's something special about that timepiece, he can break it down to you in a conceptual or abstract theory. And then he can also do it in a very logical and numerical patterns to his stuff. And then I'll tell you what, Jody from Just One More Watch watches videos. There's a there's conceptual stuff, there's abstract stuff, and there's logical and numerical patterns. And he gets those reviews. I mean, he has to do it because he knocks out so many reviews every single time. I mean, we can leave out the fact that he's funny and everything and just tell you that there is conceptual and abstract theories. There's the capacity to discern logical and numerical patterns and all that. So that's Long Island Watch and Learn, Mark Frankel, Tim Masso from Watchbox, Fed from Federico Talks Watches, and Jody from Just One More Watch. The next one is spatial visual intelligence. Capacity to think in images and pictures to visualize accurately and abstractly. So once again, TGV from the Urban Gentry. I mean, he he interweaves music and pictures and you know graphics and all that stuff to tell the story about timepieces or uh, horology and all that stuff. Uh, Adrian from Bark and Jack. 
you know, Adrian's stuff is not so, I would say, cinematic's not the right word. Adrian's is not so much of a multimedia event as a straight up, you know, we're taking this watch, we're using this watch here, we're doing this. But I feel like in order to get the shots that he gets, to get the shots of the watch, to have the watch doing stuff with people in certain places, he has to be able to think in images and pictures and to visualize accurately and abstractly in order to get these shots. You just don't wake up and take those videos. You know, it's almost like a storyboard. I, I feel like he has a storyboard in his head and he, and he gets it done. And the other one that does this is Miguel from SoCal Watch Reviews. When Miguel goes out and does his videos and gives you these beautiful shots and, and as he expands more and as he grows more, you can see that creativity uh, come through. So if you're a spatial visual learner and you're watching their videos and that stuff matters to you, it, it's, it's an easy way to learn. Uh, another one is bodily kinesthetic intelligence, the ability to control one's body movements and to handle objects skillfully. The only one I could think about this is Tim Masso from Watchbox. He, he does his videos. They're, they're, they're pretty short on average. He's rolling the watch around in his hand. He's showing you everything. And I know a lot of people learn with their hands. So uh, if that's the way you learn, Tim Masso's one, I can tell you. Musical intelligences is the next one. That's the ability to produce and appreciate rhythm, pitch, and timber. The number one is TGV. I'm by far the most music in his videos. Miguel's doing it. And, and it's fun to see because he has awesome editing skills. And both of these guys just do music but the only reason i said tgv first because he's been making the videos for years so the music's kind of been in there once he got his hang of it the next one is interpersonal intelligence the capacity to detect and respond appropriately to the moods motivations and desires of others there's two people i noticed about this one eric from rico's watches podcast which i'll put the links to all these in the show notes and ben's from ben's watch club so number one eric when he does interviews he interviews the person on the on camera and you can see the person's mood, if it changes, their motivations and desires, you can see when some people are mailing it in. You can see when some people are like really excited about what they're talking about. But I think that's important, especially since he interviews some pretty big wigs from the industry. And, and Ben's Watch Club, the reason why I say Ben does this, because I feel like he studies a lot about what people are talking about and then ties that into his videos. So if you learn by watching motivations and desires of other, he's pretty animated and not in a clown way, just animated about what he says. So I think that's pretty good. Uh, interpersonal is the next one. Capacity to be self-aware and tune in with inner feelings, values, beliefs, and thinking processes. So this is Britt Pierce from Watch Gringa. I mean, I haven't seen anyone else that's any more self-aware. Uh, she, she's funny, but she's self-deprecating at the same time. Uh, you could tell she's learning, learning more and more about watches as she goes and timepieces and horology in general. And, but she touches on, you know, her actual inner feelings about timepieces. And she's brutally honest a lot of times, which I appreciate. Some values, beliefs, and thinking processes. And this is what she brings in her videos. And that's Britt Pierce from Watch Gringa. I could have went with a bunch of other ones, but, you know, I only got so much time, like I said. So you could tie that to a couple of other ones. But I don't want to tell you exactly because I like you to watch some of these people's stuff and then kind of pick and choose on your own. And then there's naturalist intelligence. The ability to recognize and categorize plants, animals, and other objects in nature. I got nothing. I haven't, I haven't found a watch channel yet that you know has stuff in nature. And if I'm being brutally honest, this is probably the area I'm lacking the most in personally. Because well, my wife can recognize plants by looking at them. I have no idea. Like I still don't even know what poison ivy looks like. I mean, I'm from the city. Uh, so it's something I got to grow on. If anyone knows anyone that has that, and I think it, I'd appreciate the help if you do because... For me, I'm still like learning case shapes and all that stuff. 
it's really weird. It's something that my brain just doesn't work well with. And then there's existential intelligence, sensitivity and capacity to tackle deep questions about human existence, such as what is the meaning of life? Why do we die? How do we get there? Now, the one person that I found that really, really does this, again, is TGV from the Urban Gentry. It's just storytelling. It's esoteric storytelling. You know, he asks questions about time. He asks questions about meaning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I also think maybe, you know, that's how he's always thought. It's something I've thought about and I find it interesting. So if that's something you're into, you can watch uh, TGV's channel, The Urban Gentry, and let me know what you think. Now, these are nine categories of intelligence from Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligences. The reason why I covered it from the angle of what I watch and see people do aligned with these areas of intelligence is because if you have or feel one of those areas is how you learn, then you can tune into maybe some of these recommendations and watch them and just kind of streamline your learning process as you get more interested in your watch enthusiast journey. They're not all going to line up perfectly. They're not all going to be great. But I mean, I just wanted to give you a quick shot and and hopefully lead you in the right way to help, like I said, just speed up speed up uh, your learning process for yourself. And then lastly, you know, one of, oh, sorry, not lastly, but another thing is how are you consuming your watch content? Are you doing it through print? Are you doing it through audio? Are you doing it through video? Uh, I would I would recommend you slow down and look at some print. There's stuff, so there's some great books like The Magic of Watches, the, the Wristwatch Annual, exactly. And then there's, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. And do you listen to audio, any podcasts? Uh, just kind of give yourself the ability to listen to some well-rounded content or watch some well-rounded content so you get a more well-versed understanding of what you're so enthused about. Now, the last note I want to leave is that a bunch of these videos can be selling something. So just kind kind of pay attention to who is selling. I'm not going to poo-poo anyone for that because, you know, it's America. Do what you got to do. Uh, but just pay attention because some of them are going to be selling them. So sometimes stuff can sound really super great. I'm just trying to get you to understand there's multiple ways to learn and you can pull information and not necessarily have to buy something. So hopefully it gives you some good balance. And if you need any more information, feel free to check out our casual watch reviews live stream from August 14th, 2022, where we basically have a, a survivalist guide to watch collecting in there. And it's, it's a fun video. and We give a lot of uh, tips and tricks on different media that you can consume. So closing thoughts. I appreciate you tuning to episode 21. This was this was pretty fun. I probably could have went on for like, oh, I don't know, an hour, an hour or so about this, but I don't want to kill you your time. This one's already pushing up on 30 minutes. Uh, I really appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to tune into our live streams on Tuesday evenings at 1930 Eastern Standard Time and Sundays at 1630 Eastern Standard Time over at the Casual Watch Talk YouTube channel. Positive affirmation for the week. All this stuff that we just talked about in the multiple intelligences is about knowing who you are, and staying true to you, right? You should learn the way that you feel comfortable learning and seek out ways to learn that way and embrace it, you know, because I look at some of these and I realize, oh man, you know, that's not some way I entirely like to learn too much or some way I do. And we're all different and unique in that way. So you should you know, never put yourself down because sometimes I hear people saying, oh, I just don't get it. Well, if you take a little bit of time, you can go out and find a way that you can get it. And then once it clicks for you, it's gravy. Again, thank you. Episode 21. Appreciate it. And remember, at watchrolling.com, you make the watch.
the watch doesn't make you.